Hello Balancers and welcome back to another episode of Monday Muse. Now I'm really excited for this week's drop for two reasons. The first, it's the first Monday Muse of the year, first one for 2021. And the second reason is I want you to just all have a look at your phones. If you haven't already noticed our incredibly beautiful new album cover, thanks to the gorgeous Carla and Aussie living in the UK. Um, if you do want to see more of her work or engage her for anything you might have coming up as well, you can jump over to our Instagram. Our handle is at the balance theory and I've tagged her professional page on that. So you can reach out to her there, but we are so excited with the final product. I absolutely love it. So big, big thank you to Carla for that. Alrighty. I guess just for my little wrap up of the week. For those of you who haven't already heard me say this on other pods, this year I've made the goal to try and meditate every single day for at least 10 minutes and I'm going strong. You'll all be glad to know. However, I must admit there there are days where I feel like I'm not as present. My mind's still running and it's almost like, is this even doing anything? That's kind of the thought that crosses my mind. And so for my little tip on my balance this week, I'm going to hone in on the mental health and just flag, I suppose, that what I've realized is it's in the process of just sitting down, paying attention to your thoughts. That is, you know, the whole journey of meditation. It doesn't have to be that you're absolutely silent. And I think it's quite normal for you to have days where you're a little bit more distracted than others, but you're still giving yourself the time, just that small amount every single day. So I've kind of taking the foot off the pedal when it comes to putting pressure on myself and having to be still and Zen AF after every single session and just committing to the fact that I'm putting in that time to myself. So for anyone who does meditate, has just started, um, who might be feeling the same way, I hope that helps you. And for anyone who does meditate quite regularly and has some really cool tips, please reach out. We can, you know, have a little chat about it as well. It's something I'm getting more and more passionate about the more I dive deeper into it. Just before we dive in, and for those of you who have heard me talk about ES Fit and have no idea what it is, it's a female empowering brand that my best friend and I started. Traditionally, it was just boot camps, but off the back of COVID, we sort of launched an e-commerce branch. So now we've got really cute luxe fitness accessories ranging from sweat towels to ankle weights, bands, etc. And for all my beautiful balances, we are offering $10 off your first order. You can just use the code balance at the checkout and happy days. Let me know if you have any questions about the products. You can always hit me up on my personal. If not, you can jump over to our Instagram there at ESFit double underscore and check it out for yourself. Today, we're going to talk about how to get the perfect morning routine. Now, any lawyers listening will at the end of this say that was a little bit misleading and deceptive because we're actually going to talk about why you can't really get the perfect morning routine. You have to get your perfect morning routine. So a lot like balance, this isn't something that you can just, you know, copy and paste or carbon copy from what someone else is doing. You really have to trial and error and see what works for you. Um, and I'm going to get into all that in today's episode and also reasons why a morning routine actually might not work for you at all. Alrighty. So balancer, if you're listening right now and you feel like you are either one not as productive in the morning as people around you, you feel like you're comparing and, and just by, you know, by that comparison game, you just feel less productive or number two you feel like you're still kind of trying to perfect your morning routine then I want you to consider the two following things the first is what in your mind is the idea of a perfect morning routine is it something you've read in a book is it something you've heard someone talk about or Or is it just something a whole routine that someone else is doing 
If so, you have to ask yourself, are you trying to mimic this person's pattern or behavior rather than perhaps taking bits and pieces and making them your own? There are so many different variations to a lot of habits and rituals you can do in the morning that I think if you're sitting there trying to mimic somebody else's or copy and paste, perhaps like a four-step guide you've read somewhere, then that could be a, a simple reason why you feel like you haven't quite perfected that routine as it yet. So for any of you who don't already know me that well, I am a big, big morning routine person, um, but I had to experiment quite a lot to get and find my own pattern. Mind you, what I'm doing in the morning now was definitely not what I was doing in the morning one year ago. There are definitely things that have carried through. So I still train and exercise first thing in the morning. I like starting my day with a good breakfast, but there are things that form part of my routine a year ago that are no longer with me today. So I used to jump on social media first thing in the morning, just get my update, get my news. Now I'll try and push that back as far into the morning as I can. Maybe this time next year, I will muster the will to do cold showers daily. Who knows? My point is you have to trial and error different habits and routines because I feel like at some points in your life, things will click with you. And at some point, things won't and they just won't be practical. So it's not always practical for people to train first thing in the morning. I know people who own their own cafes, you know, and that's a 5 a.m. start for them. They, they work until 12 p.m. So really, unless you're getting up at 3, 4 in the morning, what are the chances of you having a quote, perfect morning routine. So this is all tied really nicely to the whole concept of balance. And you really have to take a minute and think, what is my actual day-to-day rituals as is without considering a morning routine? So what does your work look like? What does your commute look like? Do you have children? What are your other responsibilities? All those things factor into what your morning routine or what your perfect morning routine will actually look like. So the first thing to consider is what is your idea of a perfect morning routine? And again, just just mentally noting if you're basing that off what somebody else is already doing or something you've read that you're trying to replicate. The second consideration is, are you actually a morning person? So this goes a little bit beyond my example of the cafe owner who has a 5 a.m. start, which obviously there's not that much room there unless you're getting up super early for a morning routine. But if anyone listened to episode 16 with Alessandra, there are different genome types, different different types of people. And some people actually wired to be more energetic and have more focus and think more clearly in the evening or later hours of the day, whereas others like to do that first thing in the morning. So picture this, what if you're actually a night bird, a night owl, and here you are hammering yourself for not having a perfect morning routine when you're just not a morning person? Newsflash, not everyone is like you. Not everyone is a morning person. And some people prefer to get up and have a coffee and go straight to work. And that is their quote, morning routine. It may not be perfect in your eyes, but that is what they have time for. That's what they enjoy to do. And that's just what helps them kickstart their day. I feel like there is something truly sinister going on. If you feel like you have to wake up 30 minutes earlier, one hour earlier than usual to make your well-being better. Our well-being, which we can also discuss as our balance, our, you know, our state of calm, our state of peace. This is a state that we can maintain throughout the day. Now, whilst I'm personally of the belief that this is set up best for me first thing in the morning, I don't think that this is a carbon copy and it's not applicable to every single person on this earth. Again, I'm going to go back to the example of the cafe owner, or let's even talk about perhaps a parent who first thing in the morning, the last thing they can do is go to the gym, have a cold shower, meditate, journal, all these things, breathing, having a really long, healthy breakfast, eating slowly, being mindful. These things are all fantastic and they're very, very beneficial. 
But to pigeonhole yourself and to say, like, I've got to do that first thing in the morning, often we forget and make ourselves feel bad because it doesn't actually work with our routine. And that is okay. In fact, on this topic of night owls, one thing I want to ask you all now, speaking of morning routines is, have you actually considered your night routine? I'm sure you've all heard the key to a productive day starts the night before. And even though I'm a morning person, this is something I truly, truly believe in. So how are you going to bed? Are you, are you falling asleep with so many thoughts going through your mind? Are you not relaxed? Are you, you know, thinking ahead for tomorrow and, and just sort of tossing and turning in bed? Are you not really getting a proper night's sleep? All these things will actually impact how you wake up the next day. And often we think, well, I've had a perfect start to my day and you sort of leave it there. But our well-being or our, our perfect routine doesn't stop after 8 a.m. in the morning once you hit the desk or once you start the job. And I actually think focusing on a night routine as much as your morning routine is a bit of a productivity hack that no one really speaks about enough. So before I dive into just some examples for night routines, because I do feel like it's not something we've spoken about a lot on the show, I just want to go back to what we've just sort of been speaking about being how to get a perfect morning routine. I think you need to look at this really holistically. So you need to firstly ask yourself, what would make my morning routine perfect? And try and do this from a point of view that really just considers you as a human, you as what you need. So how do you like going to work? Do you love visiting your favorite coffee shop? Do you love sweating it out and having a cold shower? Do you love just getting out of bed, doing some calm, easy stretches, maybe listening to some music? You know? Like what is it for you that makes you excited to get out of bed most of the time? Because to be honest, I don't always roll out of bed and jump for joy that I'm going to do a heavy leg day. Absolutely not. But I know how good it's going to make me feel. And, and that's sort of the key driver there that keeps me sticking and repeating. And, you know, if you're someone who's more interested in how to stick to your goals and habits, you should definitely check out our episode with Haley. But let's just steer away from making things rituals and habits for now and just thinking about what actual rituals and habits would make your morning ideal. So that would be the first thing, really try and personalize and tailor it. And that doesn't mean you can't look to other people for inspiration, for influence. But I think the key thing for you to know is that you need to trial and error. And when something no longer works for you, even if it has been for the last two years, it's time to shake up your routine. You may not enjoy that anymore. It's like people's company, you know, you, you chop and change like jobs in, in the office, etc. So like every arm of the balance theory You really have to be prepared to explore and trial and test and be open to the fact that things are not stable. So when it comes to coming to terms with what your morning routine is, really just try and think about what fuels you up, what makes you happy and what actually works with your time and space. And the second thing there before we jump onto the night is, are you actually a morning person? Do you have the capacity in the morning to do things for yourself? Because I think the key thing here is we we harp on about a morning routine, but I think that's just a bit of a metaphor for time for ourselves. So for some people who can't do it first thing in the morning, it might be in their lunch break. They might finish work earlier in the day and therefore it's like an early afternoon. It's still technically the same thing. You're still doing things for yourself. You're still paying attention to your mindset and really being mindful and so whether that happens first thing in the morning or at 3 p.m., I don't think is really like game changing. I think what matters is how it works with your routine. And as long as you are fitting in that time, however long it is, however long you need at some point in the day, I think you're definitely on the right track. But yes, you night owls, don't keep beating yourselves up. If you just want to get up out of bed, get dressed, go to work, and then 
you know, focus on yourself a little bit later in the day. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think that just forms a part of your unique balance. And I think you should own it. I don't think you should still be, you know, chasing some morning routine just because that's what's being pumped around in the headlines at the moment. Alrighty, so let's now move on to some tips when it comes to a night routine. So I personally love doing my stuff first thing in the morning. And honestly, like the number one reason would be that most people aren't awake and therefore I can't get emails or calls or DMs that are going to kind of throw me off course and change the track of my morning. I can actually prioritize what I want to do and nothing's going to stop me from training that 45 minutes having a shower and just getting ready for the day. And then I feel equipped to deal with everything. So just getting it out of the way first thing in the morning really helps me just ensure that I actually stick to it and there's no hiccups. Small side note, obviously things go awry at times and you just need to be prepared to deal with it when things come up. But on the whole, I think it's a lot easier to commit to your things when you don't have external things to worry about. Obviously, parents, you're shaking your heads now at me going, well, you have no idea what it's like to have kids. And obviously, I know when when that time comes, things are going to be completely different. But right now, that's my personal situation. That's my little anecdote on morning routines. But I must say that I treat my bedtime sacredly. I try and go to bed the same time every night just for consistency. And the more you can try and do that, the more your brain and your body will prepare itself for sleep at that time because it knows that it's coming. It's kind of like, do you find that when you don't set an alarm, you always tend to wake up around the same time? It's the same thing, especially if you've been using an alarm for a long period of time, you'll find that your body falls into its own natural circadian rhythm. So a couple tips from me and things I try and do when it comes to night routine, definitely number one, going to bed at the same time or around the same time every night. Tech detox is number two. So I try and put my phone on airplane mode at least an hour before I go to bed. I don't want to be responding to people, checking DMs, scrolling through social media and bombarding my head with all that marketing and the small serotonin kicks you get when you scroll and you get likes and all those things. I just find it a little bit toxic when I'm trying to rest and just switch off from the day. So one thing I try and do is I put my phone on charge. The second the charger goes in, phone's on airplane mode and I'm, I'm turned off for the night. The next thing, and anyone who's a little bit borderline OCD may resonate with me when I say clean space, like you will not find me relaxing or napping if there is stuff on the floor, if there's dirt, anything like that. I really try and keep my space clean. I just feel like it reflects on how I'm feeling internally and it just helps me chill. So that's just something else I do. Another thing, I've actually had a sleep expert on, Olivia Arizzolo, that was episode 11, and she gave a really good tip, and that was have a warm shower before you go to bed. And I'm not going to do the tip a disservice by explaining the science behind it, but essentially, like, the warm steam helps your body relax and get ready to sleep. And it's it's actually quite nice just emerging from the steam. You're kind of nice and warm, and then you just roll into bed. It's actually quite a nice thing to do. So if I'm, like, not feeling that tired or just really want to ease into the night. That's definitely something I tend to do as well. And the last suggestion I have, and this is a big one, is for anyone who goes to bed and they feel like their mind is just racing. You cannot turn off the thoughts. You feel as though like no matter what you do, the thoughts just keep going through your head. You keep thinking about what you have to do tomorrow and and you just, no matter if you meditate, if you breathe, all these things, you just feel like you cannot switch your mind off. I've been there several times and it's very, very frustrating. You actually just have to wait until you sort of forget and fall into a bit of a sleep, but otherwise you feel as though you really can't switch your mind off. So one thing that's helped me 
is using the age-old art of writing. Now you can do this on your phone if you like on notes. I'll accept it because your phone will already be on airplane mode. But what you want to do is write down those thoughts, especially if it's like lingering things in your mind that you need to do. That is the worst because you'll literally go to bed and you'll start stressing. You might have a a dream, a nightmare about things you need to do. Are you going to wake up in time? All these different things. So if you have a list of things that you need to do or thoughts that you've got that are a bit negative, just write them down. And that literally acts like a physical discharge out of your head onto the paper. You know, you're not going to forget it. It's there. It's written down. You can refer back to it in the morning, but you don't need to stress yourself out and try and remember everything. And the thoughts just keep circulating in your head because it's on the paper and you can turn to it in the morning. You might find this a little bit uh, difficult and maybe even ineffective at the start, but I would challenge you to persist and see if it helps you, you know, if you be quite consistent with it over like a two to four week period and just see how you go kind of mentally discharging those thoughts and allowing yourself to detach from them. Because really at that point, you're not going to forget and there's nothing you're going to do about it in bed once you're already tucked in and ready to sleep. So there's absolutely no reason for you to mull over them. If you write them down, you can just readdress it in the morning and, and really try and just focus on your sleep. So those would probably be my top five things that I personally also try and do. I'm sure there's so many others and and like the morning routine, you really have to trial and error and see what works for you. I know not everyone's really into journaling and handwriting stuff. I know some people can't physically do a tech detox because of their responsibilities or job roles, etc. So again, this is just ideas and tips and you need to trial and error and pull apart things that you think might work for you. But essentially, ¿por qué no los dos? Why don't we have both? Why don't why don't we talk about having a morning and a night routine? Even if you are a night owl, I still think you can have a morning routine. Even if you're a morning person, you can still definitely have a night routine because everybody gets up and everyone goes to sleep. And I think it's the quality of how you wake up and really start your day and that is your mindset. So whether you are going to the gym or whether you are just getting up, getting dressed calmly and going to work, either way, it's still a routine. It doesn't have to be two hours long to be considered a routine. It's the things you, it's the things you consistently do every day, the same in the morning or at night. And I think actually when we pay attention to both, how we're going to sleep and waking up, I think that's so powerful and the ultimate key to productivity. It's something I'm constantly chipping away at, trying to improve and very open to trialing and erroring new different, I guess, ideas or habits when I chat to people and and they kind of share what they're doing. So it's all about really just making your own routines out of all the information that's out there. So in a nutshell, and back to the title of this podcast, there is a perfect morning routine that will make you happy and productive You just have to find yours. And I think you should also be considering your night routine as well. And don't beat yourself up if you're not meditating, swimming four kilometers and reading 500 pages all before the sun comes up and the coffee's ready to brew. If you roll out of bed and head straight to work, that is a-okay. Just remember, you should strive to have some part of your day where you focus on you. Because really, I think that's what all morning routines are geared at. They're about focusing on your mindset, being mindful and really just listening to yourself. So whether you do that at lunch or first thing in the morning is totally your call. I'd love to hear any of your comments and thoughts on any rituals or habits that you guys do first thing in the morning or right before you go to bed that you found extremely useful. I'll put up a little post on Instagram today. Just let me know in the comments or shoot me a DM if you do want to share. 
And I hope this episode has been useful in shifting or determining your idea of your routine and in turn your balance. Thank you as always for tuning in to another episode of The Balance Theory and I'll see you all next week for a whole new month of guests. Take care. And that's a wrap for this week, Balancers. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found this episode useful to some degree in either steering or determining your definition of balance today. As always, the biggest compliment for us is if you share this episode with someone who you feel might need it, or if you're on Spotify, you can click follow or on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating or review. If you have any suggestions for up and coming podcasts, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email. Our Instagram is at the balance theory and our email is the balance theory podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you've always got the option of subscribing to our mailing list. We only send you email reminders when the episodes drop so you get them fresh out of the oven. No annoying spam, we promise. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and until next time, stay balanced. Stop, stop, stop.